New Year inspires many of us to set new goals and habits. Some people want better relationships, good health, or improved conditions. However, according to research conducted by a university in the US, University of Scranton, but only 8% of New Year resolutions are often achieved. The other 92% often fail. So today, my discussion is to share with you some principles or steps that can help you to achieve your financial goals, to improve on your ability to achieve financial goals. This is very important as I know many people again will be having plans to set up financial goals in the coming 2023 and it's also very critical because where we sit today in the global economic situations the markets are generally not doing very well we foresee that there is possibility of recession in 2023 and interest rates are increasing for those who have borrowed money you definitely will probably be paying more interest and when interest rate also increase it makes borrowing expensive when borrowing is expensive the amount the banks will lend to you also start going down so it's important we all have some kind of goals whether it is new year or not but for the purpose of today's discussion which is about achieving your financial goals in this new financial in this new year coming the first step that is very essential is to assess yourself self-assessment so look at it the big companies that many of us are working in if you are a small business owner you have been also taught to achieve or to do a self-assessment if you are going to file a tax you are assessing yourself so companies also assess themselves by preparing their financial statement that's one form of assessment it's a review so you as an individual for financial planning purpose it's important you assess your financial network it's important you assess your uses and sources of funds that you had in the previous year so the first thing could be your cash flow statement where you put all your incomes and how you spend them in 2022 for instance because with that you know where large chunk of your income goes into is it on investing activities or is it on areas of expenses than, that don't add value the second assessment tool will be your financial network which is like a balance sheet again it's very essential what the financial network basically does it is a list or in a summary of all the assets that you own in a simpler term with the value of those assets then you also list all the liabilities like the loans could it be your car loans your housing loans any other liabilities that you have then when we subtract your assets we subtract the liabilities from there you then have your net worth 
this network will basically what we today is how rich or how uh, I would like to call it uh, uh, low rich you are, if I put it that way. And the results of the assessment is important for a number of reasons. One, it helps you to set up your goal. For example, if you realize that you have a negative network where your loans values or your liabilities are more than your assets, you know you are in negative situations, you can start having plans of how do you reduce that. That planning is what takes us to the next step, is to set financial goals. Because when you assess yourself, you will see patterns, some are good, some are not good. You then will say, how do I set up a goal that aligns with my current situations? Of course, we are not saying that your goals are going to be fully 100% determined by your current situation, but they influence because it's going to be a daydream if you are still earning salaries who is having a borrowing of let's say $20,000 and your salaries is just $1,000 in a month you expect to pay that from the same salary it's going to be a daydream you must have come with an action plan that will enable you to pay that within one year it may be you want to put an action plan to get extra source of income it may be you put an action plan to, to, to do jobs, extra job, create a, start a small business that will enable you to able to have more money. It's essential that you have a goal. And the goal could also be a savings. Let's look at the positive side. Maybe you want to increase your savings account. But here it is. It's good to have a goal for savings itself. Maybe you want to save to buy your first house or to deposit money for a land you want to buy. That could be a goal. Therefore, we encourage for goals to be specific. For instance, you can say you want to save 100000 in this year in order for you to use that proceed to pay deposit for your new house. So that's specific. And when that goal is set up, you have the goals you want to achieve, which you have factored in your current situation. You now have action plans of how to achieve that. When I look at action plans, I always believe action plans themselves, which are the things you need to do to achieve the goals, should be four things, could fall under four groups. One, there may be something that you are doing, but you have to do more of it. For example, you are saving money, but you have to do more savings. So that is, do more of something. To do less of something. Maybe you are doing something, but you have to do less of it. For instance, impulsive buying. You just see, oh, there's a new iPhone, you buy it. There's a new watch, you buy it. They say new clothes, you buy without any plan, you just move into the it's just react to the adverts. That's impulsive buying. Without any goals for it. So if you are doing that, you can say, okay, this year I want to do less of that. Three, you may want to start something new that you are not doing. Possibly you have good savings, but you are so rich of us that you don't put your savings into investment. 
So you can say to yourself, from this year, I'm going to start investing my excess cash into a certain class of investing assets. That is aligned with your risk profile. Four, there may be something you are doing that you have to stop. For example, you take a lot of credit card loans, which are very expensive, consumer loans without any need for it. So that is something often we encourage people to not to do. So in other words, in summary, again, your action plan can be four things. Do more of something, do less of something, start something new, stop something. Do more, do less, start, stop. So just always look at what is it that for every goal you looked at, what is it that I have to do more, do less, stop or start to achieve this goal? Of course, action plans should be bold. They should be a goal. You see that when we work in companies, they give us big target. Just look at that. So your action plan also should be bold. It should not be something by March you achieve it. And they should not also be too aggressive where it's, the budgeting process becomes uh, uh, irrational. In the sense that, again, like I said, you want to save 190% of your salary when you have a big family depending on you. It becomes uh, difficult. The fourth one is to execute and monitor. So the action plans you've identified for the goals which you set, you now have to execute them. And this is important because this is where most people have problems. Many people have goals. Sometimes they have action plans. But even if they have those action plans, they don't execute them. They ignore them. For example, he said, oh, I must save 10% of my salary. That's the action plan. But they never saved it. Or they will save. Something will come. It's not emergency. They will take that 10% and use it and say, I will pay it back. Before you know, at the end of the year, they save probably 1% or 2%. And they had the ability to be able to save that 10%. So it must execute and monitor your action plans like religiously because it's that is the action itself that is where the work is so you must be very disciplined about it there will be so many distractions as we often see in life on anything we want to do but without that discipline you cannot achieve any goals it's not just financial these are basic life tips they are basic life tips so again if you want to achieve a better or an improved financial freedom in the next year and beyond you have to start acting now it is never too late to do something about your finances you simply have to assess your current financial position list few goals that you aim to achieve set out those taxes or activities you need to do to achieve those goals and start to act on those tax now for a better and improved financial freedom thank you very much and talk to you in the next episode